And with that, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. December 14th, Revelation chapter 5, verses 1 through 14. And I, John, saw a scroll in the right hand of the one who was sitting on the throne. There was writing on the inside and the outside of the scroll, and it was sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel who shouted with a loud voice, Who is worthy to break the seals on this scroll and unroll it? But no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll and read it. Then I wept, because no one could be found who was worthy to open the scroll and read it. But one of the twenty-four elders said to me, Stop weeping, look, the lion of the tribe of Judah, and heir to David's throne, has conquered. He is worthy to open the scroll and break its seven seals. I looked, and I saw a lamb that had been killed, but was now standing between the throne and the four living beings, and among the twenty-four elders. He had seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God that are sent out into every part of the earth. He stepped forward and took the scroll from the right hand of the one sitting on the throne. And as he took the scroll, the four living beings and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb. Each one had a harp, and they held gold bowls filled with incense, the prayers of God's people. And they sang a new song with these words, You are worthy to take the scroll and break its seals and open it, for you were killed, and your blood has ransomed people for God, from every tribe and language and people and nation. And you have caused them to become God's kingdom and His priests, and they will reign on the earth. Then I looked again, and I heard the singing of thousands and millions of angels around the throne, and the living beings and the elders, and they sang in a mighty chorus, The Lamb is worthy, the Lamb who was killed. He is worthy to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea. They also sang, Blessing and honor and glory and power belong to the one sitting on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. And the four living beings said, Amen. And the twenty-four elders fell down and worshipped God and the Lamb. said, Before Abraham was, I am. I am in eternal existence. No wonder they got angry. No wonder they threw stones at him. No wonder they tried to kill him. And no wonder they eventually did crucify him. He stood and said, I am God. Was he? Was he who the, he claimed to be? the Son of the living God? One day he asked his disciples, Who do men say that I am? Peter answered and said, Well, some of them say you're John the Baptist, come back. Or you're Jeremiah, or you're Elijah. He said, I'm really not interested in what the people say. I'm interested, Peter, in what you say. What do you say? 
Peter said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said, Peter, you've done well. You've passed your examination. But Peter, those are not your thoughts. Those thoughts came from God. It has been revealed to you by God. Jesus Christ claimed to be the Son of the living God. And you know, at his incarnation, or his birth, that was not his birth. Oh, that wasn't the beginning. That wasn't the origin of Jesus. That was the beginning. That was the beginning of his incarnation. Because he has always existed. From everlasting to everlasting, he is God, the Bible says. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. In other words, the Logos, the Word of God, the eternal God, became flesh in the person of Jesus Christ and lived like a man among us. That's what the Bible teaches. And when you come to Jesus Christ, you have to accept that. He wasn't just another revolutionary. He wasn't just another hippie. He was not just another great man. He was God in the flesh. And oh, the ethics that he taught. Never a man spake like that man. When you get hit on one side, he says, turn the other cheek. He never said what to do after that. But he did say, forgive 70 times seven, count that up. How about the little irritations from your wife or your husband? 70 times seven, you forgive. My wife once said that the secret of a happy marriage is two good forgivers. And that's what it is. Two good forgivers. People that can forgive each other. Jesus taught that we're to forgive. He taught a revolution in the way we're to live. He taught us that it wasn't just our outward actions that God judges, but it's the inward thoughts and intents. He said, Moses said that in the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not commit adultery. But I tell you that if you even look on a woman to lust after her, you've already committed it. He said, Moses said, thou shalt not murder. But I tell you, if you have hate in your heart against your brother without cause, you're already guilty. He lifted man's ethics to the highest plane and demanded that we live that kind of a life. He himself lived that kind of a life. And the scripture says that he judges the inside. The Attorney General of the United States said the other day that America is imperiled more from within than without. And so are you here today in your personal life. David said, in sin did my mother conceive me. Jesus said, out of the heart proceed evil thoughts and murders and adulteries and thefts and blasphemies. All the evil in the world comes from the human heart. That's got to be changed. And that's why Jesus said, you must be born again. You must be converted. You must have a new beginning. And he can do it. How do you explain Jesus? Jesus Christ, are you what you say you are? You know, they only brought three charges against him to crucify. One, they said, 
This man loves sinners. That was one charge. The second, he healed on the Sabbath day. And the third, he claimed to be the Son of God. Was he the Son of God? Look at his authority. Jesus came unto them and spake unto them, saying, All authority has been given to me. I know one thing. He forgave sin, and no prophet ever did that. Jesus himself forgave sin. He said, Thy sins are forgiven thee. I know that he had authority over nature. One day, he, one night, he was in a storm.